I'm your host, Rebecca Alana, and with my two boss friends, Naomi T. Grant and Sarita J., together we bring you the Boss Friends Podcast. We are your girls' group chat come to life in audio form. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, laugh again, and maybe even walk away inspired. We thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. The Boss Friends Podcast starts now. All of my friends, I got boss friends, huh? We ain't really tripping out the lawsuit, huh? We don't deal with y'all, y'all some more brand. We can buy the hitters that we want real talk, man, huh? All of my friends, I got boss friends, huh? We ain't really tripping out the lawsuit, huh? We don't deal with y'all, y'all some more brand. We can buy the hitters that we want real talk, man, huh? Hello, welcome to another episode of the Boss Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Alana. And I am your other host, Naomi T. Grant. And our other host is not here because, should we say? Did she even post it on Instagram? She posted the baby's um, height, like weight and stuff, right? Um, yeah, so she is a mother of two now. She just had her baby. Beautiful, handsome, healthy little baby boy. So she is not with us to record, but she's with us in spirit. So today's topic the Instagram page, Black Girl Things. I don't know if you guys follow that page, but very informative, very in tune with all things Black Girl. But today's topic comes from them. And the other day, they had a question of the day that said, how different would your life be if you actually went after what you wanted? I asked myself that question probably every other day. (laughs) I think you do. I definitely think you do. Um, So we just wanted to talk about you know, how different would our lives be if we actually went after what we wanted? So Naomi, where do you think you would be or what do you think you would be doing if you went after the things that you actually want? Well, strangely enough, when you asked me this question, I was like against the topic because seeing a lot of stuff recently on social media about entrepreneurship and the idea that you know, what are you waiting for? Just, you know, do what you want to do now. Speaking to people who work regular nine to five jobs as if what they're doing, like they're not happy in their jobs and they're, and they're like not fulfilling their purpose. Um, but I changed my perspective after hearing you guys' point of view and just thinking about life in general. What would it look like if you went after the things that you wanted or desired? And quite recently, I made some life changes. Like I left out of a a relationship that lasted for a long time and we produced our son (laughs) in the relationship, but I made a change because I realized I was not going after what I wanted. I wasn't very, I decided to be very clear about what I wanted for my life and realized that the relationship was no longer serving me for me to get those things. So I think for me, it takes you having to know exactly what you want. And I think when you actually get to a point where you actually are clear about what you want from your life and what steps it's gonna take for you to get there, doing or going after what you want in life is so much easier. And I think for a long time for me, I don't think I was very clear about what my Um, life goals were or what I wanted to do with my life or what purpose I had or things that I wanted to do and so things were just kind of happening and it was like out of my control if that makes sense I think for me I spent a lot of time feeling like feeling inadequate I guess an inadequacy in 
the sense of like, well, I'm not where I want to be or always chasing after like the next thing. Like even when I graduated from college, that's like a whole nother story for another day. But when I graduated from college, it was like, oh, I'm so happy that I graduated. I finally finished this accomplishment. But once that high was kind of over, I was like chasing after the next big thing. And I don't allow myself to sit in what currently is happening, the current good thing. So that's one, I guess, negative about myself that I'm very aware of. I don't think that's a negative thing. It's something that I need to work on. I mean, yes, it's important to be present and enjoy what you have in the moment. But what I really admire about you is that you are always working to get to your next goal. Like, all right, you never like sit in a place like, oh, well, I'm good here. You're like, what's next? What else can I do to better myself to get to the next place? I admire that about you. I don't think that that's a negative thing. Could you maybe slow down and enjoy the moment as it comes? Yes, but I don't think you're not appreciative or grateful for the whatever position you're in at the moment. You know that it's just another stepping stone to get to the next step in your life. I think, and that's so funny that you say that because recently, like with this whole pandemic, one of the things that I struggled with was gratefulness or appreciativeness I felt like I had so many things to be grateful for kind of like having a lot of moments with myself saying you're not grateful enough like you're not you're not enjoying like this this good thing Mm -hmm. and I had to kind of say to myself like okay like you are appreciative you know you're appreciative you know you're grateful but I don't know I think it's just like it's a weird thing like it's kind of hard for me to to get like too comfortable in the thing because I feel any moment, like, I'll get too comfortable in that. And then, of course, the way life is, things will change. So I'm grateful, I'm thankful, and then I'm on to the next. But I know that, at least for me, it feels like it can come off as kind of, like, not grateful. Hmm. I think it's very interesting, like, how you, how you perceive yourself versus how other people perceive you. Which is, and this is why having this conversation, I'm like, really? You think that? Because I don't, I've never thought that about you. What I always admired about you and still obviously do is that you know how life goes where it's like everything's kind of cool and then life throws you a curveball and you're very good at dealing with those curveball moments because you anticipate that that's how life is life changes and you're always able to be like this is just a bump in the road but it's not going to stop me from getting to my overall goal so if one door closes you'll find a way to Either open that door in another way or find another door to get into to get you where you need to go. So I never would think of it as you being not appreciative or not grateful or not happy in the place that you are. I always see it as you know where your end goal is and you're focused on the end goal. And I think that is something that many people struggle with because, like I said earlier, I never really had a concept of what that angle looked like it was always kind of changing and then life kind of gets busy and you don't really have time to think about it you're kind of either you're engulfed in things with your family or relationship and you know you never really have the chance to really stop and be like what am I doing this all for like what is what does it look like when this is all over um but you always knew what that angle would be like for you and even when you didn't have a very clear idea you knew what how you wanted to feel in that yeah I think also even just like in reference to the question of 
where would I be if I just went after the things that I wanted or I did the things that I wanted to do? If I did a lot of the things that I wanted to do, I may not be where it is that I think I want to be. I recently came out of a um, serious relationship that I was in for a very long time, a numerous amount of years, um, almost half my life. <laughs> Mathematically, if I, if I look at the numbers, it's almost half of my life. But I just came out of that relationship and it took me a long time to become content with the fact that that relationship no longer served me. And it wasn't serving me for the place where it is that I am going, whether that be where I want to go or where I need to be going. Um, And a lot of times I think we also confuse where we want to go with where we need to be going. And those two things don't always align. And I'm learning that during this process of where I am in life, that at a point in time, that relationship was what I wanted. And even there are days when I still want that thing, but I know that it is not what's best for me. And I have to kind of make adjustments. I got to deal with the effects of no longer having that thing. And that's when that part of myself does like, okay, on to the next. And that's not to say that I didn't care or, or appreciate or have gratitude for that point of my life and that part of my life. But there's a part of me that's just like, okay, you can't sit still. Like I'm a person that in general, I can't sit still. I need it to be written out plain in front of me. Like what's happening. I have to always have a plan for what's next. But I love that. I love that you think like that, though, because it always I feel like it even like that mentality is really great when you're moving to another chapter in your life, because you're able to acknowledge like in order for me to move forward, I have to keep myself busy. Like I have to keep myself moving, because if you already acknowledge like for me, like I acknowledge that this relationship that I was in for almost six years just wasn't working anymore it wasn't working for a while but there was nothing that I could do anymore that would revive the relationship right and I realized that I was just holding on to the person to the relationship because I maybe was nervous about being embarrassed that it ended and you know we have a child together like now we're linked together forever like that embarrassment that you seem to have for romantic relationships and friendships and it's like whatever girl she was getting on my nerves and no but it, it is real like I had a real embarrassment like how am I going to explain this to people who you think you really in your mind sometimes think that people care more than they do when realistically people have their own lives so it's really not that deep like people break up every day and so yeah, I was, I feel like I thought that I wanted what I wanted, but then when I start to really think about how would I feel, right? Like, how do I want my ideal life? How would it look like? How would it feel like? How would it be like? Who would be around me? How would the people around me make me feel? How would I feel about those people? And started to really feel it, write the details down, get really in depth with what that is. I still even sometimes question like what exactly, like in terms of my professional life I'm still trying to grasp what it really would look like and like in detail what it would be like to have the ideal professional life just really what that looks like so I'm still kind of grasping that but I still have an idea of how I would feel in that and how much money I might want to be making or how I want to make people feel do whatever service I'm doing so I think it really does take you having to be in a place where you're starting to acknowledge you know what I'm, what I, what's happening right now isn't really serving me. So I have to stop and really think, 
how would I feel like if I had the, my ideal life, my perfect life, the people who I follow on Instagram, the people who I admire or quote unquote see as goals. Why do I see that? All the Pinterest, po um, Pinterest things that I make, Pinterest boards that I make, what does that look like? What am I gravitating to? And why don't I feel like I can have those things? Cause I can, you know? I think a lot of times we have a lot of self-doubt, which is why we don't go after um, the things that we want in life, whether that be professionally, romantically, you know, whatever aspect or area that is in your life, we struggle with, are we good enough? Do I know enough? Am I smart enough? And I'm one of those people, and I, I, I believe you're definitely that way too. We never need to be the smartest person in the room. But never want to feel inadequate. That's why we don't always go after the things that we want. If we look at what would our lives look like if we did, I think they would be, I want to say so much better, but like we already said, it's kind of like, you know, nothing's guaranteed. What you think you want or what you think will be good for you now may not be good for you later. You know what I also think too? I think sometimes um, sometimes I think too broad. And sometimes I think about it on a smaller scale. Things are a lot more attainable. Like, for example, I may envision my, I may, we've had this conversation about weight multiple times in our friendship where I'm like, girl, I need to lose pounds, da, da, da. But the idea, sometimes I'm thinking too broad. Like, I'm thinking I want to get back to my weight when I was 17. Not that it's not attainable and it can't happen, but how hard is that for me to actually get there realistically like i'm thinking too broad instead of thinking you know what i want to be healthy and i want to work out regularly and eat better because those are the things that are going to get me to that end goal anyway but if i change my perspective about what i want in my life then i can actually do it because i'm not putting this huge unrealistic expectation up and actually going for something that's more achievable day by day. It's like, even post on Instagram. You scroll on Instagram and you see this person on this beautiful vacation, on this yacht, on this, this and the, that. And it's like, oh, I want to go to this fancy place and do, have this fancy experience. But realistically, what do I like about it? They're going out, nice place. They're going to nice places to eat or they're traveling. I can do those things. I live in New York City. I can go to, I mean, before quarantine. I can go to a fancy restaurant in New York City and have a really nice experience. I can go on a trip. It doesn't have to be the most luxurious trip, but I can go lay out on a beach on an island and do something. So I think for me, it's like sometimes I put, I have self-doubt with certain things because I have this very huge, bigger, broader expectation. But when I narrow it down to something so much more realistic and attainable, I actually can achieve it. That's so relatable because if you think about it, like you said, if I have this big picture of wanting to be like, you know, the number one like television producer in all the land, right? As I'm going through my career, as I'm going through life and what's happening or what I see in front of me is not what I pictured, it's because it's not specific. Like if I'm not if I'm not detail oriented or I'm not detailed and specific about what it is that I want the big picture will never look like what I want. So like you said, it's really good to be specific because that way you can say, okay, I want to work for a top five uh, television network, right? Okay, so then when you get a job at NBC, shout out to NBC, 
um, then it's like, okay, oh my God, like it's looking like what I wanted it to look like. The Bible says, be specific in prayer. I am not being specific and things are like, life was just kind of flowing at you and you're just kind of going with the flow and then you look back at the time and you're like, <gasps> like five years went by since I graduated high school and I do not have my college degree yet. Why? Oh, because I was taking random jobs and taking time off of school and not really applying myself and figure, well, at least I'm in school. So it's like, it is what it is. But it's like, I was not specific about what I wanted, how I wanted it to look like, when I wanted to be over with it, what I wanted to do afterwards. It wasn't until I had Jaden and I didn't have my bachelor's degree where I was like, really applying myself to finish school because I'm like, time is going time went by like this and i don't want Jaden to get older and like i'm like i'm struggling more to do it so let me just kind of knock it out of the way when he's smaller but it should never have to take you to have one of those huge life-changing moments like having a child or like a death in the family or like you know something where it really like stops your world for a little bit and then you have to stop and reevaluate i mean even the with the pandemic right now there's so many people now who are now they're stuck in a certain position and they're like, what do I want my life to look like? Because now when you're just kind of alone and you're thinking to yourself, you're like, you know what, how things were going for me before, mm, I'm not crazy about that. I want to make some changes and that's why you, you seeing people getting divorced, celebrities getting divorced left and right. Or, and I don't think it's necessarily a negative thing. I think sometimes it does take for your life to get a little bit uneasy or uncomfortable for you to then say you know what i gotta do better like i have to take control of my life in this situation to make to have the life that i want to have but i think that leads me to question why are we not enough to make the change be creative start a podcast start a youtube channel why am i just me myself why am i not enough why does it take someone to die someone to be born so like for us to make these epic changes i mean i guess it's the motivation that we may need but it, it i just feel curious why why is my life or just my existence not enough i don't know that's a good question i feel like my issue was that i always second guess the things that i did like i'm gonna put it out i'm gonna put out x content whatever it was like i've been doing makeup for a while and wanted to create a youtube channel for years and never did it. And it wasn't until this pandemic that I started creating content consistently. Crazy enough, because I had the time, I had all the tools, I had no more excuses. I mean, I could create them. I can be like, well, I'm stuck in a house with a toddler and I don't have time to do stuff. But I was just like, what other time than now? Like, if not now, then when? So before, for me, I used to just get in my head, like nobody's gonna care about the content that I have to create. I have to work at a certain, come for a certain company before I can give out makeup advice or um, be a certain caliber of artist before I can start putting out content, whatever. I need the, a certain kind of makeup, a certain kind of brushes, literally every excuse in the book, because in my brain, I was telling myself, you are not good enough and no one is going to care about what you have to say. And then all of a sudden these, these things happen, these things change. Like even, let's go back to the idea with school. I was like, I need to finish school so that I can have a good paying job to take care of my kid. But what about me having a good paying job for myself? 
for me to have money saved up, for me to have the life that I want, for, for me to own the home that I want. Before, it was just kind of like, oh, it is what it is. Like, so I don't have to push to get a promotion or push to get a better job. I didn't feel like I was enough to step into certain places and interview for certain companies or, and I don't know why that is and why people are like that, but it, sometimes it does. If it doesn't take a life-changing moment for you, maybe it takes you to change the people that you're around. Because for me, I know I've really benefited from having you and Sarah in my life because I have such great positive people to push me when I feel like I'm not good enough. It's like, no, but I think you should be doing this. No, I think you should try this out with your business because you're, you're capable and I, people care and people want to hear it. And, it sometimes takes, if you're, you can't find enough strength within yourself to push yourself, it does take you to sometimes change the people around you to help motivate you to reach your best potential. Yeah, for sure. Because definitely the company that you keep plays a huge part, a big significant part in how you see yourself. You know, having me and Sada around or as your cheerleaders in your corner rooting for you it's it's helpful and you know it encourages you to be better to want to do better whether that be you know simply for yourself or that be for Jaden um but you know the the company that you keep is really really important i've had people in my life that of course have been encouraging to me you guys um you know family that have you know rooted for me and pushed me to um be the best version of myself that i can be but i've also had people in my life that have had a perception of me that, you know, sometimes altered the perception I have of myself. Yeah, we spoke about this in our last podcast, the Insecure podcast. It's like, it usually is the people who you value their opinion the most. Sometimes it's a parent. Sometimes it's a partner. Sometimes it, it's a best friend or, you know, a cousin, a family, you know, a family member, someone who you value and you care about in your life that makes you question, am I really a good person? Am I really who I think I am? And it plays sometimes such a big part. Like you have so much self-doubt in yourself because of that. You never, sometimes you never even take in consideration that that small little comment that that person may have said without even really thinking deeply about what they said, how it affects you and stays with you for your whole life. You have that little negative voice in the back of your head. Whenever you want to do something that, you know, is different or reach for your goal a little bit. You have that person in the back of your head. I remember I used to have that person in the back of my mind when I would create content or edit videos. This person just telling me like, it's not edited right or the lighting isn't right. Whatever little thing that they would critique me about when they were around, when they're not around, I think about it. And they may have said it with the best intentions, maybe. Um, they may not have said it with the idea that I would think negatively about it, but it resonated with me in a different kind of way. So it's like we were saying, sometimes it's really important for you to have those people around you who do say things with good intentions, with a good heart, who want to motivate you and see you do well. Cause you could tell the difference. Like I can tell the difference of you and Sada are telling me something about what you want me to do, what my business and what ideas you guys have for me versus someone else who may not have the same purest intentions and 
So I don't know. But it also still, back to what you were saying, like you could still have positive people around you, but if you don't really feel like you're worthy of attaining those certain things, you're not going to reach for it anyway. No matter how many great people are rooting for you and want you to succeed in, you know? Yeah. You, it's, it, it takes a little bit of, it takes a little bit of both. So no matter what other people say about you, negative or positive, what you say about yourself is what leaves the lasting impression. But um, words definitely do stick. And I know I've had people tell me like, hey, do you remember when you said this thing to me? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Because to me, it was like, you know, I said it and it was nothing to remember, but it stuck with them. And I've had that happen to me like a hundred years ago when I was like, I don't know, like 12 or 13 years old. There was this boy that I had a really big crush on. I thought he was the cutest thing ever like in life. And he was a friend of a friend. And I remember one time he called me, he was like, oh, um, your friend, he was saying like all these things about you, like about the way you look, blah, blah, blah. I ended up speaking to the friend afterwards. And they have, they have called me like on their own strength and was like, look, I know you really like this boy, but I didn't say those things about you. He actually said those things about you. And I was just like, I'm ugly. Nobody's ever gonna like me. And like, it's crazy. Sometimes I feel like when someone says something negative about you and it sticks with you in that way is because in the back of your head, you have this negative thought already building up about you, but you're like, well, no one else has mentioned it. So it might just be me and it might not be true. And the moment somebody mentions that, mentions that insecurity that you have about yourself, then it's like, oh my God, people see me for who I am. I'm not that great. No one's ever going to want me. No one's ever going to. So in a sense, it's like those things do stick with you because in your brain, you already kind of have an idea about that. Maybe someone else mentioned something about you or says something around you that made you think this negative thing. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has insecurities. But something about being called out on it in a way where it's so hurtful, it really does stick with you. And then sometimes you be years later and you're like, why? Why haven't I let this go? <laughs> Why do I still think about that one time? Why do I even care about that? And you do have to stop and think like, all right, girl, what is it? What is it? What's the issue here? Why don't you feel like you're worthy? I think that there are some people who truly feel like, and they, like, they truly feel like they can have anything that they want in life. Like they want to go on a vacation to this beautiful island. They're going. They'll figure out a way. Like, I, I just instantly, I thought about Sada because she went on a beautiful vacation with her family in Barbados. And then I thought about my sister, Khadija, who travels with her kids all over the world. And they don't have to be in the fanciest, most luxurious hotels, but they're having the most beautiful experiences traveling to places all around the world. And, and it really just goes to show, like, you don't have to be a millionaire to have beautiful experiences in your life and feel like you have a fulfilling life and you see things that, you know, maybe people around you never got to see. There's ways to really have a life where you're happy, like you're healthy, you're happy, you're fit, you are surrounded by good people, you work in a field that gives you purpose, you have a good relationship with the people you love, you travel the world, like that is all attainable. If sometimes you just gotta change your perspective of what that might look like. And Sada was telling us via text message, hashtag via group chat, 
that that's kind of the mindset that she has and that's her perspective on the topic of how different would your life be if you actually went after what you wanted is that she's more emotionally goal-oriented so she goes after things that bring her happiness always kind of does the things that she actually wants to do because if that job will make her happy she's gonna go for the job being with that person is gonna make you happy she's gonna go after that thing she doesn't really and of course when she gets back she can clarify if i'm wrong if whatever if whatever it is that she wants to do makes her happy she's gonna do it something that looks like oh well that'll look good on my resume if she knows that she's not gonna be happy then she's not gonna do it a lot of things in my life that looked good I wasn't genuinely happy yet. Like I've, I've, I've definitely like so many memories like are flashing through my brain of times that I said yes to certain things or pretended to be okay with certain things in my life because it looked good. Child, I've been there too many times and I'm really at a place where I want to pick up that mindset where it's like, does this make me feel happy? Does it make me feel good? This, will this, how will this experience benefit my life and make me get closer to my ideal life like even when I was telling I was telling my I even told you but I told my sister today like what my life would look like my ideal life would look like and it's such a attainable beautiful life it's not I'm not asking to be Oprah Winfrey okay not to say that I can't be it if I didn't want to but I'm not asking for that I'm asking for a simple you know, like things that everyday people have it, they, they are able to attain these things every single day. And I was like, wow, it's not even that hard to do things and to live a life that really makes you feel good, makes you happy, ex- have experiences that make you feel good. And I think the more that we say yes to things that make us feel good and no to things that don't make us feel good, it'll be so much easier for us to live the life that we want to live because it will just happen organically. Because um, you're automatically saying no to experiences that don't serve you. I don't want to be in nobody's bum basement club no more, okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to do, have experiences at cheap bars with nasty drinks just because it's cheap. I'm not trying to do that no more, okay? I'm okay with going to a fancy restaurant and going during happy hour or, or ordering an appetizer just for the experience. So when it comes to how different your life would be if you actually went after what you wanted, I think we all should really just take away that we have to be more specific in our desires, be more specific in what it is that we want for our life. And also we have to learn to be content where we are because where we are is once where we want it to be. And if we just thought more like that more often, I think um, we wouldn't have to ask ourselves this question as often. I know I wouldn't. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Boss Friends Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And remember, keep your friends close, but your boss friends closer. Rolling in, I ain't even see him coming. Too hard, too hard. I've been going too hard now. Uh, they say I need a
vacation Say I need to slow down And I ain't trying to slow down Pretty face with a bad attitude Working like I got too much to lose Built this shit up, want to buy it tools I wonder now I pay too many dues Head up in my heels, I This what life's supposed to feel like Looking like I'm in a gym, right? Take a side pics, looking thing like <laughs> Girl, you're working with some mad shit You're bad, yeah Make a nigga spend the cash, yeah It's bad, yeah Girl, you're working with some mad shit You're bad, yeah Make a nigga spend the bag, yeah It's cash, yeah Girl, you made it, you made it Oh, yeah, you made it, you made it Baby, girl, you made it 